Welcome, my friends, to Art City Now. I'm your host, as always, Troy Ramos. Continuing our coverage in this new series, this new podcast series of the Color of the Creek Street Art Festival, which takes place every year in downtown Battle Creek, Michigan. And uh, we're talking with artists. We're talking with the founder, Justin Anner. We're talking with supporters. And, uh, you know, on this episode, we're going to talk with uh, Battle Creek artist Joshua Kronk. He's been there for a long time. He ran the Eclectic Gallery, which is uh, has been a huge spot for uh, Justin and for myself for various shows in the last five years. Uh, it's a part of the city. It's a part of the art scene, has been for a long time. So it's interesting uh, to talk with him because, you know, you it, it, if you want to talk about the Color of the Creek Street Art Festival, I think you have to also talk to people who know the art scene, who have been around it. And you get to see how the festival is having an impact on the city and on the art scene and on the businesses and the artists. So it's an interesting conversation. And, uh, you know, the Eclectic Gallery, which is what uh, Josh Kronk uh, ran in the early 2000s, that spot, uh, Justin has had art shows there. I've had art shows there. We've had collective art shows together and separately it's a really it's it's really close to where all the murals are happening. In fact, there's a, there are two murals. Let me see one, two, three, four, five. There are f- at least five murals within probably 200 feet of the eclectic gallery. So it's in the middle, surrounded by all these things. And even though it uh, you know it sort of comes and goes in terms of uh, its uh, platform its existence as a platform for artistic shows and, and projects. Uh, it, it, it is in the center of, of things and it has been. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's interesting. We talk about that. We talk about some of the other things that are going on in the city and, you know, some of the things that, uh, that uh, color the Creek has done to improve the city. If, any city that has uh, the a number of murals that color the Creek has put up, in the city, uh, any city would, would, would be improved by that. But especially when you're talking about a city that's about 50 or 60,000 people. Now, size wise, Battle Creek is unique in that it's quite large in terms of the geography, but population 50, 60,000, there are plenty of walls and a lot of them have been colored by some of the best artists working, uh, today, which makes for a really interesting, um, combination. And a lot of people, even, uh, people in in neighboring cities in Michigan probably aren't as aware of this as they should be. So one of the things that we're doing with this podcast, besides pushing it anywhere we can, you know, because that's what this podcast does. We talk about the art scene in different cities. We go to festivals, and so covering this this one, we want to do uh, promotions and marketing in neighboring bigger cities, like in Grand Rapids. Uh, there'll be an, an ad in the review. Um, in the November issue, pushing this podcast, which we're hoping will lead to people coming down to check out the city. And by the way, when you have people coming to check out art, they're also going to get gas. They're going to probably, you know, in the non-pandemic years, 
Uh, they might go out to eat, but the, here they might get takeout or they might grab a coffee. They might do lots of things. It, it, uh, Justin and I have talked about this a long time, and Josh and I have talked about this uh, many times too, that if you're trying to, to make a city elevate to a different level than it's on in terms of more prosperity for artists and for the overall economy, it doesn't have to be that a city becomes successful and then the artists uh, become successful themselves. Quite often it's the opposite. The artists move in when things are not reaching their potential and that attracts uh, certain, uh, certain minds, let's say. And then those minds uh, sort of put a boost into the economy and things thrive that way. So, you know, you, you get platforms like Color the Creek and all the platforms that surround it that, that are sort of either branch off of it or that they were there before. If When everything elevates like that, all of a sudden you have um, interesting changes that can take place. And uh, that's, that's one of the things that we try to do with this podcast is talk with people, uh, not just the people who are putting up new murals, but also people who see the murals every day they live there or or they work there or they're they're interacting with that city and it's interesting to have those perspectives so uh, that's the conversation i've got for you today with our battle creek artist joshua cronk before we get to that conversation uh, let me give a shout out a thank you to the sponsors of this program which uh, wouldn't be possible without their support the wk kellogg foundation the battle creek community foundation the art center of battle creek uh the record box also for uh you know we had some interviews there. there's cafe rica downtown art house 43 uh, which produces this and um you know their support means everything it's important to have those kinds of uh uh, organizations supporting programs like this because it helps connect the arts with communities and a festival like Color the Creek. Also, listen, we need you to subscribe to this if you're listening to this. Just hit subscribe. You're listening to it right now, whatever platform you're on. It goes a long way for the algorithms, helps us promote not just this podcast, but all the way down to the artists and the cities where this is taking place. It helps. And one more thing, we have video episodes as well. So we've got six or seven episodes here. We've got six or seven uh, videos, uh, episodes separate. Not it's not like we're taking the audio from that. These, these are separate episodes on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/ArtCityNow, or you can just search for Art City Now on YouTube and subscribe there. Please like it, subscribe to it, take a take a walk with it. Whatever you got to do, all those things help. That's it's worth gold. The subscriptions, the likes, put a comment under, underneath. Share it with your on your social media. Let's get this thing popping because uh, you know if you can't make a donation to the show, if you can't financially support things, uh, you, you know we're trying to bring you videos and interviews and conversations about something that's happening in the world. Even if you're in Vietnam or you're in uh, China or you're in uh, Brazil or you're in Ghana, you're listening to this. You might be able to take something that you hear on this program and 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 apply it to your own situation something that's useful so if you can't make a donation to to help support financially the things that are happening here at least maybe at least you can subscribe that's free it always will be free i think you never know like it make a comment help us out that way if you can we need your support so Okay, well, thank you for listening to that. And uh, let's go to the conversation with BC artist Joshua Kronk.
The important thing in a podcast is to have Don Henley. Oh yeah. In yeah. The <laughs> generic uh, speakers playing downtown. That's Don Henley. I'm. Yeah. I was thinking Huey Lewis. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Pretty I, close. I, I probably should admit that I should edit that part out that I knew recognized oh. Don Henley's greatest hits. Oh, we're rolling now. Gotcha. We should put in those headphones, those earplugs, too. Those random earplugs on the ground. So you were here a long time ago doing the Eclectic Gallery in the 90s. Uh, Early 2000s. Early 2000s, okay. That and the Rogue were rolling. Uh, Rogue was after that. Rogue was after that, okay. That was, you think, maybe a time in Battle Creek's history where art galleries were happening, as opposed to now... As or opposed the to same. now, like the art scene was bigger back then, or was it? Actually, I think it's bigger now. It's bigger now. Yes, most Less galleries, but bigger, more things happening. More things are happening with, especially with the color of the creek. Um, I back then it was students primarily that I was getting my work from, and lo- just local artists. There's always there'll always be artists. And I think that having um, a place to put it was awesome for the artists. Getting people to go and visit was a lot more difficult. Hmm. Yeah, right. um, I primarily made money at the gallery to keep it running by having bands play. Okay. So then it just became more of like a music uh, venue than actually having artists. I want. Okay, I, I wanted. Sense. I started doing it because I wanted. I wanted to talk about art. I wanted to showcase my friends and art and talk about art and critiques and all this. And most of my clientele just wanted to go there and drink beer. Drink beer. <laughs> yeah. So it was drink beer and listen like to music. Spot. Yeah. Okay. With artwork in the background. Right. And I and I mean I sold some work and I got recognized here and there and right. I sold other people's work. And that makes sense. I mean you it's hard anywhere to get an art gallery to be profitable. So but especially in a place that's I mean it's fifty, sixty thousand people, they're already looking for places to go and drink beer. Right. And so that just becomes something that they use yeah. uh, to do that. Exactly. So I guess I guess that I guess that's a that's a good differentiation is that the art now is at the forefront for our community. Yeah, for yeah, for, or for the artists. Yes, exactly. If you could, especially if you combine Color of the Creek with um, uh, Spring into the Arts, Fall into the Arts, perhaps, which is they're all downtown. I think. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and I, I'd like to see some other offshoots. Yeah. Maybe up. Towards Penfield or right, you mean for Color of the Creek? Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's definitely some spots up there that could use a little paint. There's a lot of walls to cover. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of walls to cover. Yeah, even out towards on Dickman or. Yeah. It's pretty interesting that that he's able to pull in artists from Los Angeles, Miami, Chicago. Oh, dude, yeah. From everywhere who are pretty well known in those bigger cities to come here to. You know, throw up small city. to throw up to throw yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, I think it's definitely helping but you're right it can I think people you were saying in the in another clip that 
maybe people aren't seeing it as much as they should or recognizing it? No, exactly. Um, and they just drive by it like it's always like it's always been there. Right. <laughs> like you could double it or stop doing it and they probably... They wouldn't know the difference. They wouldn't know the difference. But maybe, I don't know if, if that's... Like you try and do things for the community, but how much of the community are you actually going to hit? Like what what percentage of Battle Creekins are into art? Exactly. Ten, maybe? I don't know. That's really all you're going for, I would imagine, anyway. I yeah. Think. I mean, I, I know plenty that are lovers, art lovers, who are appreciate every single one. They'll get the map out and, you know go and look at yeah. every single mural that is going up every single time even watch the progress of them and then other people are just they just don't care or oblivious yeah. or whatever do you think there are there are a few not galleries but places in the city like the art center or KCC so there are a few places that people go or maybe Cafe Rica I haven't been in there uh, recently I don't know if they have art up but there are a few places that people can go inside. Right. But not like, well, even Kalamazoo. Right. Or even Marshall. Right. Yeah. They have a gallery downtown. In Marshall, yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting that it's moving. Like back in the day, it was a party place. There was art shows. There were art shows happening. But now it's sort of moved outside. Which I guess makes it more visible. Right. Plus, they have their own murals, too, which is kind of cool. Right, yeah. But, yeah, no, going to an art opening is, like, really not a thing in this town. Right. I we've tried. That, we've tried over and over again. Right, that's true. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've both had shows yeah. in the last 20 years, and it's like, you, 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 you want more support, but it doesn't usually happen. Right. Um, and if it does, it's, it can be sometimes people just looking to do something fun, even if they're not dark. Which can lead to them being interested in it, for sure. Yeah, when you have something that's outside, like Color of the Creek, you're not having... You're not having... There's no opening, kind of. I mean, there is, but... If you go into an art gallery, now you all of a sudden someone's in there, you're interacting with someone, but if you go see a mural, as I guess you could run into other people who are looking at it at the same time, but there's no one there curating it, there's no right. after it's put up. Exactly. So you, so the So the interactions are smaller, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, the interact it's yeah. But that works though, I mean it's I still think it's it's probably the best thing to happen in a really long time. I would still, I mean, I would enjoy doing art shows, and I have a ton of ideas on doing other stuff, just there's no real venue to do anything. Yeah, you have to find, it's hard to do anything when you have to find the platform as well. Right. Then you got to do the, it's, you got to do the platform, and then the artworks, and then the marketing to get people to come down. Exactly. There's a lot of cool spots. Like, we're in a cool spot downtown. We just wandered into, like, an alley. This is a cool area. Why, yeah. why aren't things why is happening it? back here? Or even just stuff on the wall. Right. We're behind a subway and John Tur Avist Agency and Morgis Insurance. It's this really yeah. cool little spot that I've never... This would be really cool art gallery space, too. I've been too. back here, but I've never noticed it before. A little 
mountings on the wall. Right. It's, hang up some work. I, I love when you're walking through a city, even a city that you know, and you run into something like this. We're surrounded by brick walls. It's open. The sky is open. It's not tagged. There's kind of a cool little back thing. I'll put a picture up of this thing. I don't know what that is, but you could... Is there, you it's a bal- there's a balcony up there wow. with like uh, lawn chairs and stuff. You've got a shot of Heritage or Milton right there. Got something going on here. I don't know if this is more for shade or what. It's interesting. I don't. Know. Anyway, there's lots of there's lots of things that can be done, but then you also have to find the funding for it too. So yeah, yeah. Or just total rogue. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to you basically have to do everything yourself, which makes it hard to do things. Yeah, you got to do it all yourself, pretty right. much. Yeah. So I guess it's. Which is what I love about Justin, just right. jumping just in and that. getting all these people. Yeah, right. it's so much work. You watch him do all this stuff. He's got it like year round. He's got to do it for this one week. So we're lucky. Yeah, and it's not just one week. Right, it's the whole year. years. Right. It's years and years, years, and years for right. us too. Yeah. Even yeah. if he stopped doing it, it's right. still it's still there. It's still there and going. Yeah.